With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is episode 94 of Paranormal Stories. This week I'm reading from John Koenig's book. It's called My Autobiographies. An Introduction to Past Life Exploration for Personal and Spiritual Growth. When I have guests on my podcasts, I read their books to work out questions for the episodes. And when reading these books, I always find such fascinating information that never makes it into the podcast. And here, I get a chance to give you a peek into the book. I've put a link to the book in the show notes, and I did seek permission to record this extract from the author, and they kindly said yes. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe. So I'm going to be reading from a chapter that's titled Una, and this is what John has written. I first met a man who I consider a major influence in my understanding of what is possible through past life exploration, David Quigley, at a hypnotist convention in the summer of 2019. I found David's comfort with his own past life journeys inspiring. My explorations up until that point were always more or less random. The initial past life regression therapy work I did would start with my current emotional state as a jumping off point. The facilitator would then guide the session based on whatever came up in response to the spirit's promptings. Most of my early past life journeys, therefore, had to do with shedding light on my personality and the challenges I am dealing with in my current life. Quigley had a different take on what is possible in past life exploration. There were maybe 20 of us professional hypnotists in the room. Most of us had had some experience with past lives, both for our own development and helping clients achieve their goals. But I think Quigley's approach struck many of us as both novel and yet, when you think about it, obvious. Quigley suggested that we have the ability through past life exploration not only to surface the deeper causes behind our current life's issues, also to retrieve skills and abilities we may have had in other lives and bring them back to the present. For example, David spoke convincingly about his own experience tapping into past life skills as a piano player to bring piano playing, musical skills, into his present life. He described how he had been a piano player or a harpsichordist in his former incarnations. Sometimes the skills were mediocre, but he found one where the skills were outstanding. He told us that he brought those skills into his current life with great success. He presented the idea that once you identified a life with the skill that you want in your current incarnation, you could simply negotiate with it 
and incorporate its skills into your current life. He says in this way he very rapidly learned to play the piano quite expertly. Learned in this sense is a bit of a misnomer. As he described it, it was more like he remembered it. For those readers who find this extraordinary, ask yourself is this not at least a possible explanation for the irrefutable fact that some people do seem to be born knowing things? That elusive human faculty called talent must come from somewhere. Why not a past life? In our culture of Western European thinking, we have no suitable explanation for this phenomenon. But when the Tibetans search for a new ruler and spiritual leader, their impulse is to search for the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. When they find a young boy who seems to know certain things, who identifies objects owned or dear to the former Dalai Lama, they decide this is the one. He becomes the next Dalai Lama. Here you have an entire culture willing to accept the simple principle that soul memory survives death and can indeed be reborn in subsequent incarnations. Ian Stevenson's 20 Cases Suggestive of Reincarnation offers credible documentation of children born with verifiable past life recollections. It is worth a read before discarding this possibility, or any of the ideas presented here, without serious consideration. So when Quigley asked us what quality we would like to bring into our current life, I chose the quality of leadership. I assumed it would be useful in my work and chose this quality without thinking much about it other than no one can have too much leadership ability. Upon reflection, I realised that my notion of leadership came from a distinctly male perspective. A leader I pictured as someone who is strong, decisive and certainly a little bossy. And, of course, I assumed a leader had the quality of vision and the ability to inspire others to follow him. Our facilitator guides us into a trance and we begin our journeys. Almost immediately I find myself in ancient times in the Middle East, Alexandria. I encounter myself, however, in a way I had never experienced life before. I experience myself as a woman. I think her name is Una. She is in a boat with rowers and some sails moving toward the dock of an ancient city. I clearly remember the construction of the city. That is what stuck in my mind. It was my first impression. The way the buildings were made and my intense interest in them. They were stone or baked clay forms and sun-hardened. I attend to the details of their construction with a knowledgeable eye. The boat lands at a dock. I realise I am here to meet my sons. I also sense that my boys are the single most important part of my life. How does this experience relate to leadership? At first I am confused by that and simply enjoy the novel experience of being a middle-aged woman in ancient Alexandria. Then I begin to realise that my sons are highly successful in the construction trade. They are known far and wide as builders of large public buildings and grand homes. I am their coach and mentor. My children are extensions of me. They are part of me. And they seek my counsel on everything they do, even though now grown with families of their own. My boys value their mother's advice. They seek it out and I give it gladly. Yet to the world my sons are the authors of their success, strong and independent. No one knows I am the mover and visionary behind the scenes. No one sees my steady hand. 
There was once a husband, but he is long gone, barely a memory. The boys are mine, of me and belonging to me. When I met Una, she was no longer young. I have the sense that for many years she has guided her boys towards success, personally and in business. Her model of leadership is a feminine one, maternal. She is their muse and support. How do you know a past life experience is more than simply telling yourself a story? One way to me is when I experience and feel things in a way that is completely unfamiliar and surprising. In my current life, I am a father and grandfather. I had no idea that being a mother is so completely different. Una's boys were big men physically as well as in society. I revel in their stature. I feel they are part of me. They came from my body and, though they are separate and living in the world, they belong to me absolutely. Possession, not as manipulation, just a simple emotion. They are mine. I love them without reservation. A man may understand that children come from a woman's body, were indeed part of their body, and therefore a woman might have a different perspective about parenthood from that of a man. But as I meet Una, I feel it, suddenly and vividly. In Robert Heinlein's book, Stranger in a Strange Land, he called this deep knowing grokking, a way of knowing beyond simple understanding of the fact. So at the risk of being glib, I can say that I feel that I now deeply can appreciate what it is like to be a mother in a way that would never have been available to me without this experience. And Una was an extraordinary mother. I knew her boys genuinely loved and respected her. They wanted what she wanted. She is coach, teacher and cheerleader. This is not to say that Una was not tough. She was. Una could be sharp with her comments but her shrewdness and toughness were tempered with love and a genuine desire for them to be all they can be. Yet, as I have often reminded you, nobody gets through a lifetime without tragedy. Una was no exception. When directed to move forward to a significant time in that life, I found myself overwhelmed with emotion as I learned that my younger son has died in a construction accident. My grief is total. My life is never the same from that point on. When I have three sons, my life feels centred, successful and secure. The three pillars. I am steady and life makes sense. With one of them gone, I feel horribly unbalanced. Una is never happy again after her youngest child's death. From that point on, she is a broken woman. She simply goes through the motions of life until her death. David Quigley asked us to consult with the life we had uncovered and ask it in the world of spirit if it would be willing to bring its talents into our own current incarnation. In this way, we would bring part of ourselves from the past that is useful to our current situation. My incarnation as Una agreed she would come into my life as a coach and mentor if I would agree to act in place of the third of her sons. It's a win-win contract. So this week I'm reading from John Koenig's book. It's called My Autobiographies, An Introduction to Past Life Exploration for Personal and Spiritual Growth. And if you want to buy the book, there is info and a link in the show notes. And a great way to support the podcast is to sign up on Patreon. On the Past Lives Podcast Patreon, 
When you sign up for $5 a month, you get an extended episode every week. And for $2 a month, you get an extended episode every month. There's also a $12.50 Patreon tier where every week you can get the extended episodes of the Past Lives podcast and the Alien UFO podcast extended episodes. Just go to patreon.com forward slash past lives podcast or click on the button on my homepage, pastliveshypnosis.co.uk. And just so you know, if you're a patron, you get a 25% discount when you book a past life regression session with me. And I'm offering a free consultation call, which can be booked on my website. And there is a Past Lives Podcast Facebook group. If you'd like to join, you'd be very welcome. And also, there is now a t-shirt shop on my site. Just go to the t-shirt button at the top, and you can find Past Lives Podcast t-shirts, as well as Alien UFO Podcast t-shirts. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or via your favourite podcast app to make sure that you don't miss out on any episodes. Thanks for listening.